Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to a special episode of Fast Times at D&D High. We love this time of year, and to celebrate, we're giving you a spooky holiday treat. This episode is out of sequence with the others, but don't worry, there are no spoilers. We're also playing with a delightful indie RPG system called Henshin, a Sentai RPG created by Cave of Monsters Games. I'm Caro, and today my character Ollie is taking the reins as Dungeon Master for the group. I'm joined by our players. Nuance. Hi, I'm Nuance, and I play Suri, who would probably dress up as a steampunk artificer for Hexenween. Ren. Hi, I'm Ren, and I play Cecil, who is definitely excited for the Hexenween episode of Space Voyage Deep Star 7. Elise. Hi, I'm Elise, and I play Hudson, who's throwing a party after this game, so if anybody wants to head over to the house, uh, come on over. And of course, our regular DM, Persephone, this time as a player. Hi, I'm Persephone, and I'm a player, and today I'll be playing a surprise. Let's get started, shall we? Olivander, was it? You know what? Good enough. It's yeah, sure. Okay. It's it's Oli. Just call me Oli. Oli. Oh, okay, Oli. Yeah. Uh, so I guess you're joining us. I don't want to be rude, but um, well, I mean, I I thought this was a group project study thing, you know, team building. Oh, no, it's, this is just, well, I mean, it is a, a team-building sort of thing, but Kenneth didn't have anything to do, and I felt bad, so... You know what? It's fine. It's totally fine. Kenneth, come, come on in. Uh, just, you know, try not to be a knock. Um, what are we doing, actually? Hudson just sort of brought me along. That's a great question. Everyone, if you wouldn't mind taking a seat, uh, just sit down for me and uh, I'll explain everything. Okay, Ollivander. Sir, you told me that this was for the group project. I thought it... I, I, I... Am I interrupting like a study group or something? Because I, I, no, I, can, no, I can go. No, 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 no. I, I mean... No, no. Uh, um, I just thought it was very important that we all 
Kenneth uh, as the group project, but plus Kenneth, I think maybe the more the merrier. Um, Kenneth didn't have anything to do for Hexedween, and I felt bad, so I invited him oh, a lot. That, that's why you invited me? All right, everyone, here's the plan. Everyone take a seat. Ollie like pulls out four seats uh, that are all surrounding a, uh, a pretty large scale table. The table doesn't have anything on it though. Um, and Ollie says, uh, please everyone take a seat. Today, we're going to be playing a very spooky game called Nightwall. Is this like Monopoly or something? Yeah, it's just like Monopoly. Okay. Kenneth. Sit the fuck down. But I, I am sitting. Great. Okay, so here's what happens. This is a role-playing game, and everybody's going to make up an imaginary character that lives in the very spooky world of Nightwall. All of you live in the port city of Grimberg in the, the world of Nightwall. And the Nightwall... Uh, everyone's going to make up their characters, and we're all going to work together to uh, overthrow and... Defeat the horrible vampire lord Vorigan Shadowgast. So here, and Ollie starts handing out sheets of paper to everybody. Um, I've taken the liberty of just kind of uh, giving your characters some baseline traits here, but uh, now I want you all to th come up and think of uh, your own character backgrounds and stuff like that. Okay, so just take a minute, get used to everything, and uh, this is a collaborative storytelling game. So we're all going to work together to tell a really fun, spooky story. So, so this is kind of like the the Holocris episodes of Deep Space Seven, right? Exactly. It's it's exactly like that. We're all going to use our imaginations to collaboratively make up a story. Also, I have illusion magic, so I can help with that. This is going to be so cool. And some spooky music starts to play in the background. Um, I I like collaborative storytelling. Um, I've I've done a couple of like, this is sort of like a round robin. Uh, okay, I can only, only, only we act it out instead of writing it down. Yeah, exactly. So Ollie goes around, he spends the next few minutes kind of helping everyone create their characters, chit-chatting about their backgrounds with everyone privately so that everyone's still surprised by each other's characters when they get to meet. Uh, then Ollie kind of stands at the head of the table and he waves his hand over the table and the landscape of this spooky port town kind of comes into being and everyone can kind of see the map of, of what this place looks like. Uh, okay, so the background here is that all of you have worked together in the past. So you all know each other a little bit. During play, we're going to ask about those connections and figure them out as we play along. But all of you have met each other, um, you know, you've worked together. You all have these magical sorts of gems that help you to transform into horrific beasts. Oh, now, I've talked to all of you about what those different beasts are and how you're going to use that during play in order to defeat the horrible vampire lord Vorigan Shadowgast. But if everyone's ready to begin, we can start. I'm ready. Uh, I I think okay. I'm ready. Ready as I'll ever be. Um. Okay, great. Cecil's eyes just get really wide the more that Ollie describes these magical gems and they transform into beasts and just keeps like <laughs> flicking over at Kenneth. Like Kenneth notices uh -huh. at some point and goes, 
Something on my face. Nope. You sure? Because I, I, I had broccoli at lunch, so, I mean... I think no, we're okay. No, no, everything's fine. I think, I think we're okay. okay. Ollie, why don't you, um, start us off, or, um... Okay, yeah. Everyone ready? Yeah, let's play. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's do it. Cecil just tugs their hoodie sweater sleeve over the gauntlet just a little bit more. The music changes to a dramatic pitch. Welcome to the world of Nightwall, a land where the sun never rises and horrifying monsters creep in the long shadows. We find ourselves in the sprawling port city of Grimberg, a bustling den of deceit and criminality. Grimberg, as everyone knows, is the city closest to where the powerful vampire lord Vorigan Shadowgast makes his residence in a towering enormous castle nestled high on a cliff overlooking the smoggy city. Looking out over the land, flying fast among the landscape, we see dark choppy seas, water churning dangerously in the cresting moonlight. The smell of salt and the rot of dead ocean creatures reaches up to our senses, and we come upon a massive pirate ship. Black sails flying in the breeze. Aboard that ship, we see dozens of human crew people running back and forth, and at the helm, a captain directing them all. Sorry, please describe your character. Oh, um, okay, I'm first. Um, I was gonna ask about how the not sun affects agriculture, but that's not important now. Okay, um. <clears throat> it's magic! I guess that makes sense. Um, I. Spooky. I am, uh. <laughs> Whoa. I, I, I am Captain Violeta Stone of the Lifted Petticoat, uh, which is a joke because I stole the ship. Um, secretly I stole it from. From Vorgan Shadowgast, in fact, this was the flagship in his shipping conglomerate. Can I make that up? Am I allowed to make that up? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, but Ollie pulls out a notebook and he starts to like jot down notes. But um, uh, that was a few years ago in my my pirate career, and no one knows now. I'm just Captain Violet Stone of the High Seas. I have long uh, black hair that that curls and falls to my shoulders in twists and braids and I'm wearing uh, one of those really cool captain co overcoats over uh, leather breeches and and uh, a low-cut pirate uh, blouse and boots tall boots that go up to my knees and with a cutlass and um, blunder buses I guess I don't know the pearl uh, on, on my hips. Uh, I am known on the seas as someone to be feared, uh, and when my sails come over the horizon, grown men weep and women wail, and people who don't adhere to the gender binary fall to their knees and pray. Amazing, amazing. That was perfect. All right, so uh, Captain Violetta, one of your crewmates comes up to you. You recognize your first mate. Um, and, uh, his name is, Ollie, like, flips through his notebook, Saxon. Saxon comes up to you, and he, uh, he leans over. He's missing, uh, uh, both of his legs. He walks on pegs. 
It's pretty common in, uh, in these parts for people not to have limbs. And he has a hook hand as well. And he, he comes uh, uh, kind of tottering over to you, click clacking on the, on the deck. Ah, oh, Captain Violetta! I, I wanted to talk to you about something rather important. So, uh, Violetta is, is standing uh, kind of heroically with like one leg up on, on the ship's railing with a spyglass so she can keep an eye on the comings and goings of, of Grimberg because, you know, she must keep, must be aware of what Vorgan is up to. What is it, Saxon? What is it that you need from me? Well, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the shipping manifests. It looks like the books are wrong, and I was just confused if you wanted me to make them right, or if you wanted me to continue to make them false. What? I don't think Lord Vorrigan would like it very much if they were wrong. If he finds out we're stealing from him, he might try and kill all of us. And that's probably not a problem for you because you're very powerful, but the rest of us are just little people. That's true. However, Vorigan has been trying to kill me for years, so it's hardly something new. Um. Okay, so you don't care. That's all right. Good. No, <laughs> why it's, don't it's, you should start, start wait, scratching in a Why don't we? We should have two books. Why don't we have two ledgers? Have you never smuggled before? Is this new to you? That's brilliant. I hadn't thought of that. But how am I going to get more paper? There. Well, I suppose that's something I should be figuring out for myself. Are you also the quartermaster? Yeah, of course I'm the quartermaster. Um, so, uh, is he, like, is he my trusted, uh, first mate? Like, have we gone back or is he just the guy I hired? Uh, you, you, you've known him for a while. All right. Um, so Captain Violetta Stone flicks her purple eyes over at him, lifts him up by his shirt, and throws him overboard. Ah! You should be more prepared. <laughs> and then after uh, uh, like 30 seconds, she looks to the second mate and she's like, I do actually like him. So fish him out before the blood sharks get him. Yes, Captain. What is a blood shark? I don't know, but it sounded it's a, cool. It's a shark made out of blood. It's a, a shark that's made out of blood. Yeah. I'm terrified. Okay. <laughs> Kenneth uh-huh. is getting a little too into this. Okay, so are we sorry. supposed to do voices like that? Oh, you don't have to. You can do whatever you want. But if you if you want to, then it's really fun. Okay, so Captain Violetta, your purple amulet that you wear close around your neck starts to glow, and you know that when that happens, that you are being summoned by your magical guide, Shadow Eye, for a mission. I have a magical locket. Yes, you have a. Uh, we we talked about it, right? Remember, oh, you have a. Yeah, I just sorry. Um, it's it's, a, it's an amulet. It's not necessarily a locket. You know, yeah. that would be that would be that would, silly because. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you have a lock a locket in real life. So it's different. Right. It's different. It's, it's totally it's different. different. Um. Yeah. Does it kind of look like the locket she's wearing right now? Yeah, yeah. It looks um, like whatever she wants it to look. Uh, like. it doesn't look like that at all. It's uh, a beaten black metal uh, with a that hangs down, and there's a big purple stone uh, with a almost like a crack in it. Uh, Siri's just going to adjust. She's wearing a big oversized sweater with pumpkins on it in lieu of the holiday. And she's just going to like <clears throat> kind of shift around in that and be like, no, it's it's very different. This is an heir- heirloom locket. That's the the one that Captain Violet. Yes, totally, anyway. totally uh, different. Oh, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
So do do you answer oh. the call of your magical locket? Oh right, for for Shadow Eye. Yes. Um. So I will whirl into uh, I will whirl around my my pirate coat flinging in the air uh, and head to my um to the captain's quarters. Uh, my my heels also clacking on the deck of the ship as they finish pulling up poor Saxon, and I just kind of nod at him and he nods back because he he, he understands. Um, he he's wet. He's like dripping wet, but he's he's still got a, a goofy grin on his face. He he loves you. Um, and and I head down to my uh my 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 quarters. What is it, Shadow Eye? You have need of me. How, uh, how, okay. how, how is Ollie doing that with his voice? And um, that's what Shadow Eye sounds like. Shadow Eye is like a yeah, but, okay. vapor. Um, mm. Okay, um, I've been to the hide hideaway, hide hideaway. Yes, you know where the hideaway is. Um, it's deep in the center of the city, and it's where you go to meet all the others who uh, also possess the mystical gems. Shadow Eye, I will make port now. I'll be there. I'll leave my crew to unload the ship and get out from under Shadowgast's gaze. I'll take the dinghy? That's a really dumb word. Uh, I'll take a ship. I'll be there. Excellent. And you head off. Okay. Next, moving through the darkened streets of twisting into the back alleys of the city we can hear oh wait i have to change the music hold on hold on i gotta start that over all right next we move through the darkened streets twisting through back alleyways we can hear the clamor of raucous parties behind rotting wooden doors the din of gambling and deal making spilling out onto the streets which reek of vomit and damp smoke from the many fires but we don't travel inside Instead, climbing high onto a ledge as the rain starts to fall. There, we overlook two brigands in the street, knives out, about to assault a bent-over little old lady who's clutching a bundle in her arms. Suddenly, out of the shadows, a figure appears. Hudson, please describe your character. Oh! Oh, it's my turn! Oh, okay. Uh, um, uh, okay, uh, so, out of the shadows... Uh, creeps a looming figure. He wears a long, dark, tattered cloak, the hood over his head, covering his face in shadow. Uh, and he's dressed in uh, black, all black leather, I think. Yeah, all black yeah, leather. that's awesome. Yeah, that's super awesome. And at his side, at his feet, is his trusty goose, <laughs> Bill. Did you say goose? He's an all black goose. Okay. Yeah. His, his animal companion. Yeah. Uh, he holds up a sword at the brigands, and uh, he says, Stop! Oh, what? Says one of the brigands. What are you gonna do to stop us? I'll hurt you. <laughs> really bad. Ah, we don't care. <laughs> And the brigand lunges at you. Uh, oh, little oh. knife in his hand. Oh, wait. Uh, 
<coughs> Very well then. Dodd Noir sidesteps the attack easily from the the brigand and uh, sticks his foot out and he falls to the ground. The brigand's guts spill out all over the the, the sidewalk. Guts? What are these sidewalks made of? Cobblestones. Darkness. <laughs> Ollie, you got some darkness inside of you, huh? This is a dark game. Okay. Just, just, just. He falls on his own knife. Yeah, that too. There's just blood and viscera everywhere. God, he reminds and me of the Elmer other brigand right now. takes a look at this and and he he becomes terrified and he runs away. And the little old lady's left standing there. Oh, thank you, young man. That is so very kind of you to help me with this this problem that I had. I well if if it turned out that I was going to be attacked by these people, I probably would have dropped my bundle. Don't thank me. What? She clutches duty. at her little bundle. I love my bundle. It's so wonderful <laughs> and it gives me joy. Do you want to see what's inside? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. There is no joy in this world. There is only darkness. She smiles wickedly at you and her, her teeth pull back into sharp fangs as she strokes her bundle lovingly and goes wandering off down the street. Todd. Yeah. Wait, no. Yeah. You notice that uh, the, the bracer that you wear that contains that, that glittering white gem that was so special to you starts to, to pulsate. And that only happens when Shadow Eye is trying to contact you. Why, 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 why does Todd have a, a bracer? Because that's what he chose. Oh, all right. Well, cause he wears armor? Cause he's a shield in the night? Fair. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a, that's a good reason. Uh, Todd, Todd, Todd will, uh, hold up his arm, and, like, like one of those, like, spy comm things, and I'll go, Hey! Wait, no! He'll go, uh, hello. And you head off. Bill, it's time to go. It is time to go. You and Bill head off. Is Bill a talking goose? What kind? No, no. Bill, to describe Bill a little bit, Bill is uh, an adorable, tiny, all black, very fuzzy, very sweet little baby goose. What kind of goose is is Bill that that he's a black color morph? Because the Cisternian geese are usually modeled magical. He's a magical goose. Oh, okay. For this very dark world. <laughs> if he's a magic goose, why can't he talk? Though. Because he just makes little sounds like this. Oh, that is really cute. Oh no, that's adorable. Bill, I love it's, you. It's, a, it's literally the most adorable thing in this entire world. What is a goose like this doing in a horrible world like this one? 
What indeed? I must protect this goose. He has to be protected by Todd Noir or he will be devoured by no. any number of horrible no. ravages. That's not okay. That's not okay. That's what's gonna no, happen. Uh -uh. It's nope. Hudson, I'm going to kill that goose. What? 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 You can't kill that goose. What? Why would you do All right. that? Okay. Yeah, I guess I can't. Uh, I guess we'll see what happens. No. All no. right. Well, then you know what? Keep a good eye on him. Okay. Keep a good eye on him. Oh, you and Bill head off towards the hideaway. Okay. We change directions now, traveling inside through the darkened doorframe of a little club with a colorful sign over the doorframe. The rainbow lollipop. There, our senses are overwhelmed wait, wait, wait. by the, a the, the rainbow lollipop. Yeah, that's the name of your club. The the, the, the rainbow Let's lollipop. Roll with it. It's it's collaborative storytelling game. Uh, Just, uh, yes, sir. Oh, okay, yes, sir. Okay, okay, okay. Keep going. Go, go. Okay. There, our senses are overwhelmed by a cacophony of mournful music. On stage, we see a band of musicians desperately trying to eke out a tune, but failing rather miserably in the process. Around the club, people begin to yell and throw things, bottles and drinks at first, and soon, knives. A figure steps out onto the stage, into the spotlight, to usher the musicians off stage and quiets the crowd. Kenneth, please describe your character. Okay, okay. I think I, think I can do this. I, I got this. I got this. You got Rainbow this. Lolly. Okay, anyway. So... Lucius Darkmore Ooh, is about 5'9", lean of build with muscular shoulders, has sharp toothy fangs and pink eyes, and the longest dark hair you've ever seen, just like in a long braid over this like double-breasted coat with an ascot. And uh, he um, has a single pink streak in the braid that's just sort of woven into it, and uh, very dark, thick eyebrows. Perfect. I love it. That's amazing. Okay. Did I do it? I did it. Okay. Yeah, you did great. <clears throat> okay. okay. Um, so, uh, Lucius, the crowd is looking at you expectantly. Uh, you own this club, and they're, they're all looking at you for what you're going to say next. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. 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 This is just like just like practice. Just just need to calm down. <clears throat> Why are you causing a ruckus in my club? Oh, the crowd stills at Lucius's tone. They know that he is not a man to be trifled with. I am not a man to be trifled with. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd quiets and the spotlight dims as Lucius heads off towards the bar. You are the Lucius, there, the bartender um, whose name is Malachi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's, uh, who's been a friend of yours for a while okay. now. Uh, Malachi uh, hands you over a, a pink frothing drink that, uh, that's one of your favorites. It's been a tough crowd, hasn't it? Tough is one way to put it, and they're at least a little bit rowdy. Did you put the pomegranate in this like I like or no? Of course I did. You, Lucius, I, I would I would never try and trifle with you. And that's why I adore you, Malachi. Winks at him. Wow. It's roleplay, right? Uh, right? Malachi winks back at you. Kenneth, you're doing so good. Am I? Am I? Great. Am I? It's, it's great. Okay, okay. No, I love it. Um, 
Maybe you can meet me in my quarters later tonight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What? It's 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 role play. What? It's role play. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, like that's all okay. Am I not doing it right? No, you're doing it fine. Okay. Malachi raises his eyebrows at you and says, "Maybe that could be very interesting." Malachi I'll, thinks he's going to do it just right. I'll show you how to make some of my favorite drinks, if you know what I mean. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Uh, I'm incredibly thirsty. As am I. As am I. Just downs the entire drink. He's gonna make so him a Lucy's. protein shake. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm you Lucy's. wear Wait, a, a crown that has a, a pink gem in it and that pink gem starts to glow and you know that only happens when you're being summoned by your magical guide, oh, God damn Shadow it. Eye. Okay, okay. So I go up to my quarters, quarters that are above the above the bar. I have I have this like luxurious velvet covered, brocaded, kinda tacky, but like Gorgeous. just amazing, amazing like den of infamy. I, I think those are a thing. Anyway, yeah, it's perfect. And and I I I press the gem in this black thorny crown that's at the top of my Beautiful. head. Love it. And um yeah, and uh, I I wait for Shadow Eye to uh respond. Yeah. You hear the voice of your mystical guide. Lucius. Yes. You are summoned to the hideaway. Can, can this wait till after I've had my evening no. drink? But I have it this. It is a now-like thing. But there's a hot bartender that I've been trying. Fine, fine, you will fine. Get hot bartenders in abundance when you have completed your task. I don't think you understand how hot this bartender is. I mean, I, I Kenneth, don't think he's hot, but my character thinks he's hot. You know, because I'm playing a character. This is a character. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, he's absolutely yeah. right. And Malachi is, in fact, very hot. Okay, okay. Are you okay. writing that down, that Malachi? Is that a note you just took? Ollie pulls out his notebook and he's like, yeah, okay. I need to remember who's hot. You, you, you gotta remember who's hot, right? Exactly. Okay, okay. It's important. Did you I know will... What? Huh? I was just gonna say, Captain Stone is kind of hot, but that's not important. You keep going, Lucius. Fine. It'll interrupt my evening's plans, but I suppose I'll make here an exception for you, darling. Excellent. And Lucius gets this really fancy purple brocade overcoat and a cane and uh, walks out of the bar, but not before glaring at the ones that are causing problems and telling them to be punished with spankings. What? Yes, so many spankings. Spankings are a punishment. The they're, they're like the worst thing you can do to a kid. Oh so like, gosh. and Lucius what? isn't like Some... a good person. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's like, he's like. He's a naughty person. He's a naughty person, yeah. Yeah. Naughty, yeah. naughty. Exactly. Yeah, real bad. I like you more now. What? <laughs> what? Why do you? What? Okay. Huh? I'm confused. Are you kind of playing? I like Elmer? you better. I like. I like. Oh uh, no! I'm not playing Elmer. Oh, okay. Elmer, Elmer's not that tall. Elmer's not that. Yeah, Elmer's not that tall. That, need to go that, that, get, a, get a drink. I, I think. And Elmer's voice is not this deep. Sure. Sure. 
Yeah, Cecil, do you, uh, do you need to get something? I do, I do. yeah, drink. Uh, bye. Okay. Is it because you're thirsty? I'm not in... Ca okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Kenneth, you're really good at this. Have you played before? Um, no, but I mean... Uh, I always wanted to try acting. It's great. So. The role-playing games are a place for everyone to be able to uh, explore all kinds of what things. What do you mean you explore? explore. What, what kind of exploration? This is just playing a character. There's no explanation. Exactly. Exploring an uh, imaginary sandbox. We're, we're exploring Grimport. Or, or Grimberg. Grimberg. Yeah. Grim, yeah. Grim, yeah. Grimberg. Grim, Grimberg. Grimberg. That's what you're all Not you're anything else. really good at this. Oh, thanks. I used to play some forum RPs on the... I didn't do that. Didn't do that. Oh, okay. You know, actually, I think I remember Elmer telling me about roleplay once, but it sounded like something completely different. Yeah, I think the closest I've ever come to roleplay is somebody asked me to wear a hat. It was a cowboy hat, but like... I'm back! I got drinks, uh... Oh, uh, yeah, I think it's Cecil's turn. We have to introduce Cecil. Yeah! What's your Cecil? What did I do? No, I have drinks for everyone. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. You didn't have to do that. I wanted to walk away. Okay, everyone ready? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm chill. Okay. Yeah, I'm chill. Now, we shift, traveling down deeper into the earth, past the seedy nightclubs, and deeper still into caverns dug by settlers into the mountainside. Here, it is warm, hot even, and volcanic flows pour from the rocks, casting orange glow over everything. We smell sweat, and we hear the sounds of flesh hitting flesh as a roar goes up from a crowd. Further in, we see an arena filled with magical lamplight as two fighters contend inside a makeshift cage. A swarming mass of bodies press in as the crowd shouts for blood. The smaller fighter sweeps the legs of the larger opponent, and he falls, cracking his head against the mat, and a bell dings. Shouts ring out, and a person steps forward to announce the next bout. The beloved owner and proprietor of this underground fighting arena. Cecil, please describe your character. My character is the one that, that walked out? You own the fighting right. arena. I, I couldn't think of a name for the fighting arena. I, I got as far as the ring of... Fire? It's volcanic. Oh, well, that actually kind of makes sense because I'm playing a, a fire genasi. Yes. Um. I like that. Okay. Uh. So stepping out of the ring of fire... No, the ring's not in, on fire. It's it's the place is is called the ring of fire. It's, an, it's kind of like a gladiator place. Uh, it's neat. Um, yeah. It's super cool. Um, Dig it. So, okay, a uh, a really cool looking tall uh, fire genasi comes out, and and he he is wearing. Uh, wait, no. The description of the sh the character sheet said uh, face first. Uh, he has a because uh, you know there there were options. Uh, so he has a, a good natured face, uh, and and I picked sincere eyes because that that seemed nice, um, and professional clothing. So. I think he's wearing a a brown pinstripe suit, um, and he has a, a yellow bow tie, and uh, kind of uh, yellow <laughs> paisley suspenders, um, and and his long uh, red hair 
which is kind of more orange, and it kind of like goes to like a, a gradient, uh, like like a flamey gradient to the bottom. Uh, his long red, reddish orange hair uh, is pulled back kind of severely and tied into a ponytail, uh, and he has uh, tortoise shell glasses, which he uh, kind of pushes up with his finger to his nose periodically, um, and and there was more stuff on this sheet. He has a, a, a magical ring. That's a lot of rings, because I've got the ring of fire, and then I've got the... That's okay, your captain can have tons of rings. And maybe, maybe it's a secret nod to his magic ring. Oh, I like that. That's right, cool. secret magic ring. Or, well, mm-hmm. well secret nod mm-hmm. to the magic ring. Magic stuff is confusing. I'm glad that we don't have anything like that. Uh, so, what do you oh, mean? Okay. Aren't you like a cleric? Okay. Uh, so, not Arcana, though. It's That's not an Arcana thing. It's um, huh. Okay. Keep so, going, Cecil. I, I mean, I think that's it, right? That That's just the yeah. description. Okay, so as your character steps out uh, into the ring, you hear a chant from the crowd. Saffron, 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 saffron. Everyone knows Saffron Goldenrod, the proprietor of this establishment. Saffron established this place as a... Uh, a place where people could go and be able to duke it out. What ended up happening is that a a beautiful little community started to be built here, uh, largely due to Saffron's uh, kindness and guidance for all the fighters. Uh, Saffron is well known to be a champion fighter, but doesn't often take into the ring with others. Saffron, the crowd is cheering, and they're expecting you to announce the next bout. Right. Uh, so, really, my, my only frame of reference for this sort of character is, you know, the, the half a season of Persicles, Gore, and Sand that I watched, which was a little bit too too uh, much for me, so I stopped watching it. But the, the guy that ran the place kind of had this voice where he was all like, you know, the arena! Uh, so, you... you Oh, I love it. That's amazing. Okay. That's so good, Cecil. Um, so, so, Saffron Goldenrod talks to everyone. What does he say? Oh. That was a great fight. Woo! And there's gonna be another one. Yeah! yeah! Fight, 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 fight. Saffron, will you go to the ring? No. <laughs> oh. This is really hard. Why why does the crowd why is the crowd mad at me? It's all part of the of the, the shtick. It's just like a, a, what what happens. It's all performance. We right. still love you, Saffron. We love you, Saffron. Yeah, we, we love we, you, Saffron. We support you. I don't know you very well, we but we, we support you. Well, everyone, I, Saffron, am too pretty to fight because it'll hurt my face. Yeah. And you don't want that. That's true. That's fair, boy. That's fair. Totally That's fair, reasonable. yeah. Valid. Mm-hmm. 
And saffron, 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 saffron. Instead of me in my arena, the ring of fire is what it's called. Yes, <laughs> we have two uh, different fighters. <laughs> the other fighters uh, start to climb into the ring and ready themselves rewrapping their hands, getting ready to, to start the bout. And... <sighs> Do I have, like, a thing that, like, like starts the fight? Like, like a, a bullhorn or a... Oh, wait, I'm a fire genasi. Okay, hold on. Okay, okay, hold on. I think I know what I would do. I'm not very good with fire, but okay. Okay, so, uh, Saffron uh gets out no no saffron has magic saffron uh uh, uh raises their hand and uh the uh, platform carries him up into the sky away from the danger of the fight and he reaches out with his hand he just he just did something with his hands he reaches out with his hands it's fine they're not busy anymore and flamey sparkles shoot out and says something really inspiring to make everyone fight what what if it it is time for battle battle, battle! Everyone knows Arena. the catchphrase, it is time for battle. Whoa. And the crowd goes, what? Battle! Battle! battle. Right, that was really hard. You're able to uh, exit your platform and, uh, and go backstage. Okay, I'm done now. Thank you. Yes. Someone else's turn. Okay. <laughs> but Cecil, you gotta get your call. Exactly. You're, you're not quite oh. done. As you start to walk backstage, the glow from your yellow ring, uh, yellow crystalled ring starts to sparkle in your eye. You know that this only happens when the magical guide Shadow Eye is contacting you. Is it like a crisp bone? Like I had to push the button and activate it to like get the call? No, it's like if you, th if you like a think of it in your mind, you could like have a physical thing that if you I'll, I'll tap touch it, I'll it, tap it, it like, like Okay, great. You tap, tap it, and you hear the voice of Shadow Eye. Saffron, it is time for you to join the others at the hideaway. Sorry, is that awful for you? It's <laughs> a whispery voice? Too, too hard? No, no, it's just... It kind of seems like you belong to kind of like a shadowy, creepy organization, and and I don't know that Saffron would uh, belong. No, it's fine. Yes, I'm ready. No, no, that's your voice. Um. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Excellent. I love you. <laughs> All right, Saffron, you head off towards the hideaway. I will. All go of there. you. Now we're going to cut to the hideaway. Oh, All of you okay. have arrived at different times in the hideaway. And as each of you do, you walk in with 
a memory of this place, a memory of a time that you shared together that has bonded you together as a team. So, Violetta, tell us about a memory that, uh, that oh, oh sorry, Suri, tell us about a memory that Violetta has of another member of the party and how she feels about them. Uh, uh okay, uh, did it have to happen in the hideaway? Uh, uh, the hideaway. Uh, did it have to happen in the hideaway? No, you've all, you've been working together. You've all uh, gone together on a few different missions, killing bad guys and and uh, writing things that are wrong in the world. Um, and sometimes doing some skullduggery and other, other sorts of things. Now, Violetta, I know that you had a very close relationship with the Vampire Lord and now you've switched sides and you no longer work for Vorigan Shadowgast. Oh, yes, but I haven't told anybody. That's a secret. Ah, okay. So pick another member of the party and tell us uh, a, mem a memory that Violetta has about them. Um, I... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, so Violetta uh, has a memory of Saffron um, inviting her to his ring of fire uh, where she was the the featured fighter for a night one night only uh, uh, Captain Violetta Stone because I can't come up with a really good um, name right there uh, where uh, they uh, so she fought and it was a really cool night there was just like a lot of fighting and could she have won? Is that okay? Or is that too, like, you know? Of course. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, it was, like, I guess not open mic night. Open fist night? Open arena night? Uh, open fist night. Yeah, that sounds fun. Okay. That's perfect. I uh, love it. So, yeah. So, it started with this this grand, this giant, big giant brawl. Uh, and then and then it kind of went to just, like, like, uh, like bracket fighters and and... In the end, it was uh, Violetta and and some some someone else, and it was like a big knockdown, drag out oh, fight. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, maybe maybe you were fighting against me, and it's why I don't fight anymore because you won and you cut me in the face, and it's, I have like <gasps> I have like a really cool scar, like right like over oh, my face. Oh yeah, I love and it. super I love cool it. scar. Yeah, Perfect. no, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and that's what that's so why cool. you went good because you realized that you didn't want to hurt people in the arena. Okay, I'll or go, something. Yeah, something. I don't know. Like are, but are, are, are we still? Are we Is this still... too much? No, no. I love it. I no, love, I love, it. love I it. it. It's perfect. Um, do you all do stuff like this all the time? Because this is really awesome. It is awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are Are we still? Do 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 you still like me, or do you have like a? a, a yeah. Are you yeah, secretly yeah, nursing? Yeah. Oh. No. 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 You. You. You look down at me, and I'm bleeding from the face, and you, instead, put your sword on the floor and and gave me your hand and said. I can't kill the proprietor of this establishment in his own establishment. That would be mean. You showed mercy for the first that. time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally did that. That's great. I love this. I love that. And Perfect. then we were friends. Okay. Saffron, you see Violetta and you have all these same memories. Now, uh, Cecil, I want you to pick another member of the party and describe a memory that Saffron has of them. A different one, please. Okay. Um, well. H Hudson, your character's name is, is Tom Darkness? Todd, Todd Noir. Noir. 
Sorry. That's right. I'm sorry. Uh, Todd? Todd Noir. Um. Well. I'm Todd Noir. Um. Okay. So. Maybe. Well, 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 Todd has this whole thing where he beats up brigands in alleyways, right? He is the shield in the night. Uh, maybe. I. Protector of the protected list. <laughs> okay, I know. I know. I protected I was list. doing... So, okay. Okay. Uh, Saffron was uh, in... A shopping mall. No, that's not spooky enough, right? Uh, in the... A spooky shopping mall. shopping mall. And, and Saffron got his pant legs caught in the escalator. That's really scary. Uh... And it's terrifying. Escalator. Yeah. And and Tom, Todd, Todd swooped in with the leather cape action and saved him. I love it. That's perfect. That's perfect. Todd, you helped Saffron to not be crushed by this magical staircase. And what happened then? Uh, well, they were so grateful for my help that they gifted me the one thing that brings me joy in this world. My goose, Bill. Saffron, you see in Todd's arms the dauble, forever young little baby goose. Fuzzy and fluffy and sweet, with its cute little beady black eyes and its teeny tiny little black bill. I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> this precious, precious being, which brings joy into the hearts of everyone that he encounters, Bill the Goose. Which I gave to him because... He didn't like it down in the burning ring of fire because it was too hot. It was way too hot. And even hot. though I really liked him and wanted him as a pet, it just wasn't going to work out, and that would be animal cruelty. And you knew he'd be happy with Todd. And he is. He's so happy. Wee, 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 wee. Todd, you see Saffron as you enter into the hideaway, and all these same memories come back to you. And now, Hudson, I'd like you to describe a memory that you have of Kenneth's character, Lucius Darkmoor. Wait, me? Okay. Yeah, okay. You're, the okay. Only, you're the only one who hasn't oh, yeah, been yeah. brought uh -huh. in yet, yeah. so, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Todd Noir sees Lucius Darkmoor, and he remembers a time when the brigands almost got him. He was overpowered and outnumbered, and... He was, he was on the ground, about to die his last dying breath, and they left him for dead. And then, uh, Lucius found him, and then, uh, and then took him back to his sexy nightclub, and and nursed him back to health. I read that yeah, pamphlet. yeah, I took you, I took you through the nightclub upstairs to the quarters, where I nursed you to health over a series of weeks, where we, uh where all we had were each other and we had to talk to each other and there was just tension and and then I'll definitely write this in a pic. And um 
Um, then you recovered. Yeah, so much tension. Todd is not used to having to owe his life to other people. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I meant. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally nothing else. Yeah, yeah, I dig it. I love that. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's great. I love it. <clears throat> so sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, gonna... Todd. Do you have a scar from this experience? No, I have the scar. It can be an emotional scar. I have many scars from my battles with the darkness. <laughs> That's perfect. But not as visible a one. I don't have like a cool face scar. Okay, now Lucius, I want you to pick another member of the party that you don't yet have a connection with and describe a memory of them. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna pick Todd Noir about the time that we took down his arch nemesis the clowner, but that didn't that didn't happen. So um let's see. Uh, I can still have happened, I'm, but I'm, pick a different gonna, party member to establish a connection with. with uh, um, Saffron. Yeah, we'll go with Saffron. Um, so, uh, in the past, um, Saffron was one of the uh, bar attendees at my nightclub. Yeah, was a regular. Was a regular there and always drank water, which used to get on my nerves. And um, I always needed to ask, why are you always drinking water in a bar? I mean, you bring other people that drink a lot, but you always drink water. And then Saffron, all cool and chill, and you know, like, 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 Blase was like, do you want to see my ring of fire? <laughs> and then I got to see the ring of fire, which was totally awesome, kind of morally ambiguous, but awesome. And then I fought there and I, well, I didn't so much just fight there as start the gambling ring, but you know, like that. I take care of Saffron's books. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. So Saffron helped you to expand your business, your gambling business and your nightclub business. And the two of you started to work together to have have uh, amazing shows that included not only burlesque and performance arts, but also wrestling and fighting. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I love it. That's perfect. And both of you have, have managed to expand your businesses because of this. Uh, uh Cecil? What? Uh, did, did you want to add anything as Saffron to the... Middle? Yeah, do you want to add yeah. anything to that? Yeah. Were you talking to me? Because I was trying to draw my character with the scar. Oh. <laughs> yeah, did you hear what Lucia said about how you met and what what happened? Kenneth has a sad face now. Um. No. Lucius, why don't you recap your connection for Saffron? Oh, oh, okay, so um, uh, you were a patron at my bar and Lucius goes through the whole thing over again. And then I started the gambling ring at the Ring of Fire, and now we're business partners, sort of. Okay, sure. Cool. Okay, Saffron, now I want you to pick someone who you haven't yet established a connection with. Actually, I think you have a connection with everyone now, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So then I think Violetta and Todd don't have a connection, right? Uh, no, not yet. Yeah. Okay. I think I only have a connection so, with Saffron right now. Um, what... Go ahead, the two of you feel free to collaborate, make up your connection. Uh, 
Maybe, um... Did you ever have to travel anywhere? You could take the clowner idea. Be the clowner, or... Oh, what if you were a mermaid? And then I was a normal guy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Isn't that just a plot to an e-drama? Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What if you're secretly twins, but one of you doesn't know the other one is the oh other God, one? I love that. Whoa. Whoa. That's incredible. But it's got to come out in game, because, like, we can't, yeah, we can't know that. Do you, do you want to be my secret twin? Let's be secret twins. Okay. Excellent. Okay, so both of you have... Wait, but Todd, your parents are dead, right? Yeah, they got murdered when I was a child. I don't really, Okay. I don't think I ever figured out what happened to Violetta's parents, so... Uh, maybe, maybe we both have the same memory of this horrible parent murder yeah tragic incident Suri's face just kind of goes on a little journey for a moment <laughs> oh uh. oh wait someone reminded me of my difficult past so so for my next heavy turn i don't have to spend a token oh we're still just establishing oh, character stuff right. but when we start role-playing as these characters okay. then that will happen um. uh yeah so we had a tragic tragic event where uh, our parents were murdered by brigands. Were they murdered and, in, in an alley by brigands? Is that why you like skulk yes. around the alleys? I always exactly. remember my mother's sea pearls falling on the cobblestone yeah. covered falling in blood. Uh, the rain started to fall. Yeah. And the rain uh, uh, started uh, hey, to hey, fall. Hey, uh, so Ollie had said that thing about the uh, cards where uh, if things were being talked about that people didn't really want to talk about, we could uh, stop. Could we? Could we just like fade to black about the parent death? Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah, yeah. Sorry, Cecil. Sorry. Yeah, That's absolutely. Fine. That's fine. That's what the um, uh, all these safety system, I guess, is for, right? Yeah. No problem. Yeah. You got it, Cecil. Uh, yeah, your comfort comes first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. So, um, so the two of you were separated at some at some point and some maybe she was some magical reason by the brigands you don't remember each other but every time you see one another you get this feeling of familiarity like you know each other from the past oh uh, because it was it was raining that night maybe maybe uh violetta who had a different amethyst her name was amethyst i like it yeah because then i'm violetta stone uh yes yeah, so she she ran away and and got caught in the rain and got like uh, a horrible horrible um illness fell ill and and has amnesia was kidnapped by brigands and raised as a brigand okay yeah that works and that's how i started working okay, so for shadow ghast not that anybody knows that so lucius and violetta i think that you two are the only two who don't have a connection left right uh yeah I don't have a connection to Violetta. Yeah. Right. Um, All right, so go ahead and feel free to um, start collaborating uh, on how you two uh, know each other. Um, we met at the library. You met? Uh, th that's... Is that dumb? Like a no, secret no, library. No, uh, I like... like a secret ancient library. Yeah. Like a oh, like that's a really cool. mythic scrolls and all that other bullshit. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah all love that it. bullshit. It's oh. only had... it only has books about how to be a bad guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And uh, we are on a mission to steal the most sacredest, sacredest scroll of bad guyness, evil. And uh, we nearly didn't make it out alive. And that was the first time we teamed up. Wicked and then yeah. as we escaped, the entire library collapsed into the sands, not to be seen for another 150 years. Oh, I like oh, I it. I love it. Yeah. Perfect. That's also, so we're best that friends. Perfect. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, let's be best friends. You taught. You're the we one. We have a who, cool backstory. You're the one who taught me how to have the double books. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's something you would have come up on on your own. But yeah, sure. Or, yeah. or I taught you. We could. We're, we're I help you with smuggling. Yeah. Are you my fence? Yes. Oh. Yeah. I'm a fence. Perfect. I am. A, you're a fence. I'm having some guilt about playing a really, really bad dude. Um, no, uh, but it's okay because we're just... It's all just pretend. This is just make-believe. Okay, as long as, as long as you know, my patron doesn't, you know... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Does your, your patron probably knows... I mean my deity, not my patron. Patron's a warlock thing, right? So, sorry, your deity probably knows the difference between fake and pretend. Does your yeah. deity not like Real fences? Right. Huh? Does your deity not like fences? I mean... What's wrong with fences? Sometimes they're hard to hop, I guess, but I think I think this is stolen stuff. Lucius is a stolen fence. Oh, I'm a stolen it's a dark fence. World. I'm playing a fence. Uh, pretty much everyone's a criminal. It's 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 to- it's this is just the setting. It's okay. Okay, all of you end up now in the room together. These beautiful memories that you have of each other swirling around. And as it happens, the light inside each one of your gems starts to glow and come together. In the center of the room, there's a pool of darkened water and the light comes together and forms into white, beautiful, crystalline, shimmering light that takes form of a shadowy figure. You're really killing and me with you these all illusions. Know this what? You're really killing it with these illusions, yo. Oh, thanks. Like, it's awesome. Um, this is your guide, Shadow Eye. Shadow Eye looks at all of you through glowing, darkened eyes. You have come as requested. Are you ready to receive your Ready as always. Out with it, Shadow Eye. I need to know that all of you are ready. This will be your greatest challenge. No, I got a better one. I got a better one. I'm always ready for a good time. There, that's better. That's that's Perfect. totally better. I love it. That's better. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Yep. Todd says nothing but nods his head. Solemn. 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 Suddenly. What does what does Saffron do? Saffron probably does something, but my mouth is full. Sorry. That's okay. Saffron also shows their agreement. Cecil gives a thumbs up. Shadow Eye. <laughs> C- can you pass the chips? Oh yeah, here you go. Shadow Eye, uh, uh, kind of dissipates in form, and you all see. The towering manifestation of the castle before you. 
You know that this is the castle that overlooks your city of Grimberg. The castle owned by the terrible vampire lord, Vorigan Shadowgast. All of your enemies. Time has come, has it? The time has come. Your greatest challenge awaits. I hate that guy. Oh wait, no. I hate that guy. Yeah, let's kick his ass. I, I mean, let's show him the door. The time has show him the door. come, and so have I. And wait, wait, and, what? Well, no, and then Violetta throws her wine goblet into the fire, and it's and it sparks, and purple flames lick the back of the fire. It's time to finish this. What is a non man but a miserable pile of secrets? All of you remember once. some foul deed that Vorigan Shadowgast has done to you personally, Lucius. What do you remember? Um, he stood me up on our date. That asshole. Yeah, he ghosted me. You were trying to date the vampire? Why not? I, I think this, this, I think my character would date anyone. Okay. Todd. Also, he killed my parents. Remember? No, wait, that's Todd's thing. Uh, also, he, uh, 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 he, uh, charges really high taxes. I'm sorry. Charges really yeah. high taxes for my nightclub. He's a greedy capitalist. Greedy capitalist. Yes. Dirty, <laughs> dirty capitalist. Todd, what do you remember that Vorigan Shadowgast did to you? Vorigan Shadowgast turned my best friend into the clowner, and I had to kill him. That's awful. What a terrible person. Saffron, what do you remember that Borrigan Shadowgast did to you? We were at a party for, you know, uh, young professionals in the town of Grimber, and um, he told me that my outfit was stupid. <gasps> no! At a, ne at a networking event? How, yeah. How unprofessional. That's so mean. Also, pronoun check on the vampire lord. He, him. Okay, good. What a jerk. Yeah, that's just, you don't do that. That's pure evil. Yeah, it was really rude. It's awful. And hurtful. Really, really just rude. Just for no reason. And, Violetta, what do you remember? that Vorigan Shadowgast did to you. Uh, I guess the inciting event for why Violetta stole the um, the ship and, uh, and, and sailed away, uh, he... Uh, I, I like the whole raising tariff thing, like, um, 
no so she she had been working for him as, as part of the brigand group and then um he she had to go out and shake down these small business owners who were just trying to make a living for you know protection money or or something and eventually she could do it no more uh because it's really mean and you know she might not be a nice person but like these people are just really trying to make a living you know and there's no reason that 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 they need to make it harder for this guy who already has a castle exactly so she stole the ship and ran away and ever since he's wanted you back in his service i think i need to make mine worse can he also have sure. thrown water on me at the party <gasps> Yeah, and that really hurts you because you're fired, Genasi. Oh gosh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, he tried to douse you. Yeah. Also, if it was like a suede suit and it wasn't properly treated, that could have ruined your whole suit. This is reminding me of some of my old dates with my dad. What? Ooh, sorry, buddy. That's rough. She threw water wow, at you? I'm hitting on a lot of sore subjects. Everyone remembers the card system, right? Yeah, yeah. No, okay. Yeah. Okay, so all of you are in the hideaway together, and Shadow Eye has given you the, the plans for the castle. You see that it is filled with hundreds of chambers, but you know that at the central chamber is where Vorig and Shadowgast will be. And now all of you have time to talk to one another and make plans for what you're going to do. We're gonna kill him. Yes, but how? How do we get in? Oh, the door. I think you might notice that. Um. Thought more. But I mean, your plans are so great anyway. I mean, just, just wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. So. You're absolutely welcome. There is a secret you. entrance from the the port that he. Oh wait, hold on. No, I, I forgot. Violetta's voice. Oh, there's a secret entrance from the port that uh, you can go in through a sea cave, and it leads you up through his uh, wine cellar. And if you grasp the right cask of a very fine vintage, it's, it's tucked behind a wall, uh, and and open up the the spigot, it actually turns into uh, a. a a secret entrance. See, you can see it right there on, on the blueprints. That's how I yes. know about this. Is because So blueprints. we go in through his secret back door. Yes. Yes. That's a great idea. Just climb up all in there. Just just get up right in there. How deep will that get us in the tower? Okay, so you know, Captain Violetta, that once you get past the wine cellar, then you will enter into the catacombs where there are a bunch of ghoulies. These are uh, servants, kind of undead ghouly servants of the Vampire Lord. And you know that uh, taking out ghoulies is something that's very, very easy for you and your, and your friends, but you will have to fight a good number of them to get up to the Vampire Lord, but that's going to happen regardless. If you go in through the, the chamber, then you might be able to catch them while they're slumbering and take out some of them more easily. Uh, but if you enter into through the front doors or side doors or something like that, then you'll probably encounter them in the upper chambers as you work your way through the maze to get to the central chamber. Um, 
Violetta will relay all that, but... And if anybody asks how she knows, she'll just look into the fire and say nothing. Fire crackles. How do you know all that? I assume that was someone telling me I should ask. Oh, well... Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Violetta just looks into the fire and says nothing. Violetta, what's going on in your mind right now? That no one must know. Uh, no one must... No one must know <laughs> what I have done for if anyone does, all my work is undone. Um, uh, she is thinking about her past, which is always a, a sore subject because she's got that nagging feeling of loss that she can't quite place. And um, she doesn't want the others to know that, that she has connections to Shadowgast because... Well, she doesn't believe really in trust in friendship exactly. These are um, uh, exceptions to that role, and uh, they're useful to her. Is is, and she would hate to lose this connection. Is mm. is all. Saffron, you are very well attuned to people's emotional states, and you you notice that Violetta seems afraid of something. Uh, well, Violetta is staring at the fire, so that's a, a conversation starter. Um, Saffron will walk over to Violetta and stare at the fire, too. So, Violetta has one hand on the mantelpiece and the other clutching her pendant... Um, not, not a locket, it's, it's a pendant, uh, while she stares deep into the fire with a contemplative look on her face. I, too, like fire. Yes, I, I find it very useful to stare into when I'm having deep thoughts. The crackle and pop soothe me emotionally. Great, yeah, keep going, you got it. I understand this being made of fire. Wait, Ooh, is that how Janassi is works? That like no, I'm just, like, uh, is that like a microaggression? I don't know, I probably shouldn't have said that. Can we backtrack? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I feel, you know, I feel really kind of weird. Maybe, can we just backtrack the whole thing and maybe I'm not a fire genasi and maybe I'm just a human that that is like a fire wizard Yeah, or totally. I just feel weird about it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, absolutely. You're a fire wizard. I didn't research wizard. anything. I, sh I should have researched fire genasi. That was, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I'm a fire wizard. Uh, okay. Uh, so Saffron uh, is looking at the fire and... I, I I understand this because I I enjoy playing with fire. So do I, in a metaphorical sense, not quite so literal the way you do. Right, because if you don't have you get burned emotionally if you 
also true. You know where you were, where Saffron's going with this. It is like some sort of inspirational thing to do with fire and burning, and 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 I don't know. I'm not Hudson. I'm not good at this sort of thing. What? Lucius, you you are noticing that there's this this sort of uh, tense thing going on, and understanding other people's problems is really important to you. So so, what do you do? Well, um. Okay, so I'm Lucius. Lucius will walk up to the pair of them and look at them sidelong across the fire, the flames flickering on his face, and say, Sup. Uh, Violetta will give him like a cool chin nod. You know that the cool kids do? Like, no, n- n- no, seriously, what's up? Does he look like you're struggling with something emotionally and uh, um, something like that? Um, want to share with the rest of the group before we go to uh, fight the uh, evil, big, bad, and potentially risk our lives? This is the time to get it off your chest. Lucius. Yes, that's my name. What would it take for you to betray someone? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a token for that. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, a I'm snick. Gonna... No, no, no. It's got to be something. It's got to be something more than that. Um, what would Lucius betray someone for? Um, depends on who the person is. Why? Betrayal is betrayal, is it not? No, because some people are less important to me than others. Interesting. Todd, you are reminded by Violetta's mention of betrayal of your dark past. As all of them are talking, you you just can't help but feel like the world is weary on you. The world is weary on me. But little Bill goes, you know he's encouraging you to go over and join the others. All right, Bill. I'll do that. You walk over to the others, and Lucius is about to to answer Violetta's question about betrayal. Yeah, so, like, are we talking, like, a family member or a friend or, like, just someone on the street? Because I have no problem betraying someone on the street. I don't know them. You got to be more specific with these questions, Violetta. Also, you never answered my question. I... Did I answered your question? Wait, no. Hold on. I think I'm stealing your accent. Sorry. Um, no, um, I, I answered your question with my question. That's that's not an answer. I'm thinking about. No. Okay. So sometimes, like, you ask questions, and then they people just don't answer you. They they you're like, so what are you doing this for? And they're just like, they either won't answer, or or they'll answer with a question, or they'll just just straight up not tell you things. Hey, that is a very valid self-defense mechanism. I was betrayed once by my best friend, the Clowner. I thought you were going to say Bill. Bill would never. Bill would not. Bill would never. I know, I was so surprised. I was like, your best friend is Bill, though. He gives you tiny little goose kisses over your face. You know, we, we could be closer like you and Bill, or like the Clowner. We, we could. I'd have to kill you if you were the Clowner. 
Maybe the first two letters, but maybe not the last two. Uh, so, okay, so, uh, a Saffron, who is, according to this sheet, really good at interpersonal relationships, um, yep, uh, reaches out with both of his arms, and, and puts one arm around Todd Noir, and the other arm around Purple, I forgot, <coughs> Violetta, Violetta, and... It's fine, everyone, because we're all friends here and we don't need to talk about betrayal. Because that would never happen with us. Because we are... What is our team name? What, what's your team name? You all can make it up. It's got to be something... Oh, I'm sorry, not in voice. It's got to be something dark and meaningful and deep. No, 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 no. It can't be dark because... Because the whole thing about this city is that everything is dark and we are, you know, kind of like the light in the darkness. Yeah, but we're and, from the darkness. So... so, like... We could be a beacon. You could be the radiant darkness. I actually... I kind of like the beacon. Like beacon. The beacon? Yeah, I guess, cool I guess, too. I guess Saffron was right. Beacon. Beacon. Okay, so I, I have my arm around... Violetta and my arm around Todd. Sorry, I don't have enough arms for you. Uh, Saffron's a Bill also likes Saffron's the a fast worker. Name. And no, it is not like that. Saffron is. Saffron has has. Game, yes, game. No, yeah, has, no I completely has... understand you. You 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 work fast. It's very. It's it's it's. It... I'm not jealous at all. <clears throat> I'm not jealous at all. Nope. Uh uh. No. Sa no, we we can make things up about our backstory. Saffron has has a wife, and they're very happy. And 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 the wife uh, is the sort of second in command at the Ring of Fire. And so when Saffron is out doing the beacon fighting stuff, the wife is off doing doing the job thing, and and everything is fine. And yeah, Saffron. So what are you trying to prove here, then, you saucy saucy Saffron thing? That. That everything that Saffron does is platonic. Oh, How about your wife's name is Angelica? Oh, see, I was gonna go with Amber because it's also kind Amber? of yellow. Amber? Perfect. Saffron right. is trying to prove that they're a true friend to the group. Right, right. And so Saffron, very platonically, is hugging the friends of, of his and we would never betray each other because we are the beacon and and like my fighters in the arena we have a code of non-betrayal yeah, have a code yes. what's your code well rule one is that nobody betrays anyone no oh no wait I have, to, I have to do that in voice um rule one is that no that's hudson's voice um i can't do this somebody else make the rules uh Loyalty? Yes. Loyalty. No betrayal. Um, naked party Thursdays? No. What? I feel like it would be in my character to say something like that. Elmer would say something like that. Not that I'm playing Elmer, but I mean, like, I feel like that's something Lucius would say. You know? Yeah, but even if your character, like, would... Wait, what? 
It seems like there's an out-of-game issue of um, uh, a discomfort with overly sexual sorts of oh, things. So, that's okay. Let's just say that uh, when it comes to sexual things, you could do that with me. I'm cool with that. If other people are cool I with mean, that, I, they can I, let I, you I, know. Doing sexy things with you? We just met. I mean, I'm not... Um, um, I mean, sexual situations for a roleplay. Oh, okay, okay. I think I, th I think I get what you mean. Um, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but let's make sure that we leave Saffron out of that because Cecil's not comfortable right. with it. Okay, so no naked party Thursdays. Um, no problem. Uh, Cecil, your next heavy turn doesn't cost a token. Why? That's true. Because I called you my friend. It's okay. in the rules. Oh, okay. good paying attention, Hudson. That's awesome. I think I also get a token for showing a soft spot for the wrong person. And maybe also... I think that all of you managed to get a token in that scene. All right, everyone is... Uh, now you're all planning together about what to do. It sounds like you've decided that you're going to go in through the secret seawall entrance into the wine cellar and then fight your way into the chamber to kill the horrible vampire lord Vorigan Shadowgast. Wait, did we pick Does a value right? for our group? Oh yeah, we need to pick a value. Thanks oh. for reminding me, Hudson. A value? Is loyalty our, our value? Is this something that you all get to decide together? Is murder our value? Justice. It could be all kinds Vengeance. of Vengeance. Blood. Vengeance, Death. justice. Vengeance. Yeah, well, maybe I mean, all of you have a problem with the vampire lord, so it could be vengeance. Uh, well, I mean, if we're called the beacon, maybe our value is to be a light in the darkness for the little people. To protect the protected list. To protect the world <laughs> from devastation. <laughs> yeah, that's something I can get behind. vampires in our nation. To denounce evils of biting people in the street. <laughs> Who's biting people? Vampires. The vampires. Oh, right! So, yeah. yeah. In Grimberg. So, to protect people probably from vampires, maybe from other things. Yeah, I like that. To protect people from vampires and maybe from other things. Yeah. That's our... Alright, so your value is protection. Protecting... The helpless from vampires and other things to yeah. protect the protected list. To protect if the you protected will. List. Protected list. I love it. Okay, great. Anything else anyone wants to discuss before we move on to all of you raiding the castle? Okay. So oh, we all need to talk about our special attacks. All of you have different monster forms and your oh, special right. attacks that you have in those monster forms. So everyone take a second now and think up what your monstrous transformation form is going to be like and what special attack you're going to have. It's cool if it has like, like a cool name. Uh, is it like more than one attack or is it like one attack? You have like as many attacks as you want, but you have like a named attack that's like your cool signature move. Okay. Okay, well, Todd Noir, when he transforms, he turns into the Phantom. Hudson, I thought you're scared of ghosts. 
it's not a ghost. It's a phantom. It's different. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. 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 How are they different? Totally different. Because one's they a phantom and one's a ghost. Yeah. Perfect. So what does Todd look like when he's the phantom? Uh, he looks like uh, a dark storm cloud. Cool. Yeah. And his, All right, uh, Todd, I'm going to say that when you're in your phantom mode, you have like cool detective powers where you can see like footprints of things and and you can pick on up on spectral trails of, of different sorts of things and you can track down enemies this way this yeah. is how you hunt down brigands i'm a detective yeah you're like a cool shadow detective i bet you're the world's greatest detective i'm the world's greatest detective and my special I, attack what Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. What's your special oh, attack? My, my special attack is a uh, uh, poison cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody inside of my cloud gets po poisoned by darkness. Suffocated by darkness. That's amazing. That's so cool. Let's say you can designate uh, allies that don't get suffocated by the darkness. Okay, yeah. Excellent. Oh, you guys are my allies. Perfect. And Bill. And Bill. Are, are we bringing Bill? I can't yeah. ever leave Bill behind. But, but Dark Castle Evil Vampire Lord. Yeah, but if we leave Bill behind, something might come get him. Oh. Bill is safest by my side. Sad. Alright, anyone else have their, their monstrous form and special attacks? I want to be a dragon. Ooh, tell us about it. It's like a shiny golden dragon. Yeah. With lots of spikes. Amazing. It would be nice. I mean, it's a golden dragon with lots of spikes. That's. What's your special attack? Um. Well, since Saffron is really good at interpersonal relationships and. Being a friend. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. Um, um. When another friend in the beacon is hurt, Saffron can, or, or like maybe about to get hurt or something, like cover them with his big dragon wings, and maybe like healing or protection or something. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You could have like a, a glowing aura of like yellow light that heals your friends. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because everyone knows that the healer is, you know, generally the most important person in the party. Oh, oh no. That don't. Uh, no. I think that's true. <laughs> I didn't think Nuance could hear that because Nuance <laughs> went away. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh,. Yeah. Awesome. What are you going to name your attack? Um, well... I was thinking... Something kind of like, you know, inspirational. I don't know, and it doesn't make it... No, actually, it does make sense because I'm a fire wizard, and, and air makes fire more powerful. Okay, no, it is the wind beneath my wings. 
Love it. It stokes Wait, the it stokes me. the flame of friendship. Yeah, I love it. That's great. That's fantastic. And then like maybe sometimes you use your dragon wings to help like Todd's cloud to to like phantom float places. Well, you could just ride me. I'm a dragon. Yeah, I guess that's true. Be hard as the phantom though, because I think I would go through you. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I'll just kind of poof you with my <laughs> wings. <laughs> All right, and uh, Lucius or Violetta, does either of you have your monstrous form and your special attack? I've got my monstrous form, which is like, which is like, uh, really sexy, mostly unclothed incubus. Awesome. With like red horns and like a loincloth that's all torn up and like pink wings that glow awesome and stuff um but, incredible but like the attack um so i there's this one video game i played a long time ago where there was this attack called bum rush i was wondering if i could do that but the only other name i got is yeah. sexy sexy dance of death death Awesome. Which do you want? Which one do you? I mean, they're both describing the same move. It's just the name. Okay, let's call it bum rush to make it okay. faster. Okay. Okay. So like, I start like dancing, and there's all these phantom forms of me, like illusions, but they're also real, and they just spiral around the enemy and like cause them mental confusion and also like hurt them with my sexiness. That is so sick. That's incredible. Yeah, let's let that that sounds right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, way to go, Lucius. That's awesome. That's super cool. Thanks. Thanks. Alright, Violetta. What's your monstrous form and your special attack? Uh so so Violetta kind of turns into like a swamp hag. So she gets like long, razor sharp um fingernails and her hair kind of becomes like like matted kelp and fishing nets. And she's got like a lamprey mouth that kind of like, like if she does latch on, she can just like, it's got like rows and rows and rows of teeth. Um, and, um, that's so and, and yeah, so, uh, that's, yeah, she becomes like, oh, and she has like uh, a little, uh, antenna thing that goes up into like a little, a, a little light, like kind of like an anglerfish. She uh, is a mermaid. That's so cool. Uh, I guess kind of, maybe. Um, uh, and I guess her special attack? Um, well, I was thinking, like, maybe she could... I was thinking originally that maybe, like, she could screech and, and, um, it would, like, hurt everybody's heads, but that's kind of like an, like, I, I don't know if, if that would work, and it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of, eh. And also, if I made that noise, it would probably hurt people. And uh, it's it's a really creepy noise. Um, but uh, hmm. So maybe creepier than Shadow Eyes' voice. It's really high pitched and screechy. Yeah. Oh, um, um, I'm kind of curious. Oh, like that comic about... book character, Panshi. Kind of, kind of like that. Uh, so maybe. Can it be something like Whirlwind of Teeth, where it's just like, 
I don't know, it's like a super fast attack and she goes around and it's just like scratching and biting and it just does, it's almost like death of a thousand paper cuts. Totally. That's so cool. Everyone has really cool cool. powers. All right, so you've got uh, Poison Cloud, we've got Wind Beneath My Wings, we've got Bomb Rush, and we've got Whirlwind of Teeth. Okay. All of you realize that the time is getting long and you need to hurry and make a move. Otherwise, the evil vampire lord's plan to destroy the city is going to come to fruition. And I can finally get him back for ghosting me on that date. You can finally get revenge. Yes, revenge. Ghosting is bad. Also, taxes are bad. I don't like ghosts either. He does a lot of awful things. He's 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 an accountant, but also a vampire. It's very bad. Yeah, he's he's really bad. Really bad guy. I see that he's no longer content with just leeching off the city and destroying it by grinding it under his economic heel. Now he's taking direct action, and so must we. The wispy shadow of your guide, Shadow Eye, swirls around the room, and you hear his voice uh, echoing throughout all of your minds. The time is short, and the vampire lord will be expecting you. Make haste and destroy him. Wait, why is he expecting us? This is supposed to be like a sneak attack. Did you tell him? Are you, are you a knock? He's just very clever. Are, are you a knock? I'm not a fucking You're a knock. knock. How dare you? How fucking dare you? And he kind of dissipates back into light and heads back into all of your crystals. You can now, that uh, you have this power back into all of your crystals, transform into your beast shapes and start to enact your plan. All right, everyone. And that's where we're going to take a break go ahead get something to drink stretch your legs and come back and we'll reconvene for the second half of our adventure this has been fast times at D high i'm persephone and you can find me at persephoroth everywhere online i'm caro and you can find me on all the things at caromer spelled with a zero I'm Nuance, and you can follow me at Shatteraven, R-A-V-Y-N, on Twitter, and Books and Wunch on Twitch. Check out Dungeons and Dratini's My Pokemon Homebrew. I'm Ren, and I live on Twitter at Atomic Firebird. I'm also at Make Believe Live on Twitch, where I run indie system one-shots and do a weekly interview show. I'm Elise, several sentient otters, and I am not on the internet. Don't at me. You can find all of us on Twitter at FastTimesDnd. If you want to support us, please visit us at patreon.com slash FastTimesDnd or ko-fi.com FastTimesDnd. That's D, the letter N, D. If you want to know more about the world, the players, or the characters, check us out at FastTimesDnd.com. That's again, D, the letter N, D. Written transcripts of our episodes are provided by Nuance Vivian and Adam Robertson. If you want to help us out, leave us reviews on iTunes and comments on Podbean. Five stars only, key things. Fast Times at D&D High is an Arcanacast production, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. Our editor is Derek B. Perry. Our theme song was produced by Derek B. Perry and Ashley Abbott. Our background music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod and David Fesslian, licensed under Creative Commons. Find individual track listings in our show notes.
Thanks for joining us for this special episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you like the system, check out caveofmonstersgames.com to support the creators. And stay tuned for part two. <laughs>